At Christmas, we tell the same story. From the Gospel of Luke in the second chapter, we tell the story about Mary and Joseph coming to Bethlehem, angels, shepherds, Caesar Augustus, you know, this same familiar story that we tell every year, every year at Christmas. We're going to hear the story of Christ's birth from Luke chapter 2. So why is it every year there's something for us? Every Christmas we tell the same story, yet we receive something new because we are in a different place this Christmas. Every Christmas, every time you hear this wonderful story, this good news of great joy for all people, it can meet you where you are because that's what Christmas is all about. It's the same story that meets you regardless of where you are. You might be in a different place this Christmas. Our world is in a different place this Christmas. It's the same story. But where we are right now, Christmas will find us. How do we find Christmas ourselves? In the great nativity scene that we see, there's Joseph and Mary, the shepherds, the wise men, all the characters that we would see that come as part of the Christmas narrative. I wonder how the shepherds found Jesus, though. You see, there was no place for Mary and Joseph. There was no guest room for them or no place at the inn, as it would say sometimes. And they had to go and they were just not welcomed in that house. And they're kind of out in a barn or in a cave, but they have to place Jesus after he's born in a manger. And I wonder if there was a moment in heaven that night where God is looking down and sees that event and God says, that's it. That's the sign. See, that's what the angels tell the shepherds. This will be a sign for you. You will find the child wrapped in cloth or in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Do you remember when you're a kid or have you ever seen someone swaddle a child? I remember when my first kid was born, the nurse came in and gave me, they called it swaddling lessons. This is how you swaddle your child. And I just basically refer to it now as wrapping my kid up in a baby burrito. You place the blanket there, lay the child, and then you start to make a burrito out of it. Makes sense, right? I mean, I remember the nurse coming in and I was so nervous because I never had a kid before and I didn't really feel comfortable around babies. So I remember the first time they had me hold my child, they sat me down on a special couch. They blew up three air mattresses around me and said, sit down gently and here's your child, right? I just wasn't comfortable with babies yet. So here they come. They've got 14 pages that I had to sign in triplicate of, you know, all these forms. And I didn't really pay attention because I realized at that moment that I had a child that I was going to have to take care of for the rest of my life. There's a human now that I was going to have to be responsible for. I mean, think about, think about the reality of that. I wonder what Mary must have been feeling that night. And there they are. There's no room for them in the house. And are they in a barn? Are they in a cave? The manger itself is what we would probably most refer to as like a feeding trough. This is where like the animals would, would drink from or eat from. And, and this is the place where Jesus God in flesh is laid. And I wonder if Mary is just tired. She wraps Jesus up because babies would feel comfortable when they're all swaddled up and warm. Maybe he's taking a little moment to rest or maybe she needs to rest. Maybe her arms are getting tired. And it's basically a time where she 
takes her child and places him in the manger. And God says, I can use that. I can use that thing. Angels, here's what you do. When you go to the shepherds, because look, we need some witnesses to this thing. We want to bring people to the manger because this is good news of great joy for all people. Put the word out. Even the shepherds keeping watch over their flocks by night, go to those guys. Say, come on, come meet this baby. Well, how are they going to find it? Is there like a maternity ward in Bethlehem? No, no, here's what you tell them. This will be the sign. This is how they'll know that this is the Christ. You'll find the child wrapped in swaddling clothes, wrapped in cloths, and lying in a manger. That's how they'll know. That's the sign. I imagine what it must have looked like when the shepherds are coming into town, like looking for a baby. They find him because he's there in a manger. And this is what I know about God in moments like this. As much as this is a season of wonder and the spectacular, this is also a season of necessity. And I believe that God takes the things that we do just out of sheer necessity or maybe even desperation. And God uses those things to be the sign for other people. So it may not be in the spectacular, may not be in this huge thing that you want to do for God this Christmas. It may not be in what you would normally do every Christmas, the traditions that you want to do, but we just can't do this year because of COVID. And all of the things that we must do as a necessity of this moment comes an opportunity for God to see and to say, that might be the thing. I can use that thing that you're doing. I can take that thing that you're doing just sheer out of necessity. And I can use that as a sign to point other people. How will you see? How will you find the one who gives life? Maybe it's in the simple necessity or desperation of a child that is laid in a manger because they didn't have a crib or a space in the house because there was no room for him. Maybe it's out of the desperation or necessity of a mom that just needs to place her child down for a moment. God sees that thing and says, I can make a sign out of that. I will use that to be the symbol, to be the thing that points beyond itself to say, shepherds, if you're looking for Christ, if you want to know who Christ is, you want to know where Christ is. Here's the sign in the manger. Just out of sheer necessity. What's on your calendar? What's on your to-do list this season? What are you going to have to do today just out of necessity? Or what are you going to do in desperation? God might be able to do that. God might be able to use that this Christmas. That's the sign. That's what God can use. So, here's what I know about the good news of great joy for all people. As God uses a sign of necessity to point shepherds to the manger, they're able to find Christ. We're able to find Christ in a similar way. God uses signs. Look around you. Look not just at the wonder of the season, but at the simple things of what is happening in your life right now. They may be signs that are leading you to find what Jesus has for you this Christmas. The things out of necessity or the things that are done in desperation, those might be 
the very things that help you find Jesus. But here's really the good news. We're able to find Jesus this Christmas because he comes to find us. That's the whole point of it. That's the point of Christmas. Not so much about us just trying to find who is this or where is this Savior that was born in the town of Bethlehem, not just lying in a manger in swaddling clothes, but what's happening here? We're able to see it, to bear witness, to be there in the nativity and to see what's happening because God comes to find us in the first place. We're able to find God because he's searching for us. God wants to take the signs out of necessity and desperation and use those things to help us find him, to use for other people to come and to experience the wonder of Christmas, the wonder of his love, the good news of great joy for all people. We can see it. We can be a part of it. We can witness it because he comes to us. That's Christmas. That's Christmas after all. And the good news is that when we seek, we'll find. When we ask, it'll be given. And when we knock, the door will be opened. That's Christmas. I believe you can find it. Not just with the signs that are around us or the signs that you'll use out of necessity to draw others. We find Christmas because Christmas has come to find us. We just may have to find it in a manger. That's the sign. Let us pray. This Christmas, God, we're thankful that you have come to find us. As we search for you, we know that we'll find. We thank you for the signs that are around us, the ways that you would take a simple act of necessity and use it so that others might come to know you. So Lord, take what we'll do in these next couple days. Maybe there'll be signs that we might be able to share in the good news of great joy for all people. Take what we do and use it to make a difference in the life of someone else. In Jesus' name we pray.